This gospel message is brought to you by the redeemed Christian Church of God, Fountain of Love, Aberdeen, UK. Open your heart to receive this life-changing Word of God. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, for this wonderful time again. Thank you, Father, because your Word tells us that the entrance of your Word brings life gives light. Father Almighty, as your word comes to us now, give us light in the mighty name of Jesus. Let your word as it comes, Father, transform us. Father Almighty, let it carry the message that you want it to carry. Let it be the beginning of a new chapter in somebody's life. Let it, O Lord, turn a new lease in somebody's life. Let the word that somebody has come here to receive, Lord, be in the words that you send to us today. Father Almighty, as your word comes, Father, O Lord, I pray that it will carry, it will carry that power and that clarity to reach out in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, King of Kings. Thank you, the I am that I am. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Good morning, church. Oh, it's the afternoon. It's still morning. Good morning. Uh, this morning, I want us to read from our anchor verse for this month, which is taken from Isaiah chapter 14, verse 1. Isaiah 14, verse 1. And it says, the Lord will have mercy on Jacob and will still choose Israel and settle them in their own land. The strangers will be joined with them and they will cling to the house of Jacob. They will cling to the house of Jacob. Right, I, 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 I want us to look at this whole thing about settlement. And the title is, the t- what I have for this morning for us to look at is, Don't Settle. Hallelujah. Uh, God says this is our month of settlement. But I'm saying, don't settle. And if you follow me as we go through, you understand why I'm saying, don't settle. And because of that, I want us to look at the life of this man that we have just, you know, the, the, the Ankovas carried his name, Jacob. I want us to look at his life. A lot of times, many of us, all we know about, we, we, we try to speak about Jacob, is the fact that he was a deceiver. He was a he is supplanter. He is this. We just look at those ones, isn't it? But I want us to look at even more concerning Jacob. And then we see how the man refused to settle, despite all that you think that this man has. Hallelujah. I want us to look at his life. I want us to just do a bit of uh, characterization of Jacob. And then we'll see who and why he did not settle. Hallelujah. And apply it possibly into our own situation so that we don't settle until God settles us. Hallelujah. So that we don't settle until God settles us. The one thing I want us to look at about Jacob is that Jacob had this idea idea that, look, I have to fight it all to fight for everything that I need. He never accepted the position that he was. He always wanted to be the first. 
I discovered that he always wanted to be the first. That even though he came, he had an elder brother. And that's why he could just sit down and always see. You know, he's definitely, you, from, from his behavior, you know that he's, he has always been looking at the position of his brother. He never wanted to be. And that's why even his name says he's what? Heel holder. So he, Jacob, he, he saw himself all the time from a disadvantaged position. And when you look at the life of people that are second borns or in between, you find out that there's always that kind of feeling. Yeah? Those of you that are parents, you know what I'm talking about. If you have, like, the one in between, you just find out that sometimes there's that, that feeling that looks as if, oh, the first born is taking it from me, the last born is taking it, so I'm just there. So you feel, you know, disadvantaged. And Jacob, because of that, at the slightest opportunity, the slightest opportunity that he had, he bargained his brother's position with him. At the slightest opportunity that Jacob had, he said to his brother, this hunger, except you will die of it, but for this porridge, your birthright, the bowl of porridge. He never wanted to settle for, he never wanted to be the first. Number two, I discovered that he was a man of strategy. In getting the birthright, Jacob had, you know, he always came up with one strategy after the other, so long as that strategy will move him forward. So Jacob was a man of strategy, always setting things, always seeing what he needs to do, always doing what he is supposed to, designing things, making up things. Yeah, getting the birthright. Think of it. If he had, he knew exactly that he, what can really bring his brother down is his tummy, hunger. So he, why was it that at that time he had a bowl of porridge? When he was at home, why did he not eat his own? Strategy. He was a man of strategy. Even getting the blessing from his father. He knew as soon as it came to him, he knew time was of essence. Did everything sharply. As soon as he got it, that was him. When he went to uh, Laban's house, strategy. As soon as he discovered that he was being cheated here, he was being denied of his rights here, he came up with a strategy. He came up with a strategy. Always having an approach, different approach to things. Jacob, but that's the same man that all the time we just think, oh, there's always, it's only when it has to do with the bad, isn't it? But he was doing it because he discovered that if I don't do it, nobody's going to do it for me. He was always ready to change the strategy or bed to move forward. Hallelujah. Also discovered that Jacob was a great thinker. He was a great thinker. He thinks... It's as if he spends his time thinking. Because for someone to come up with these kind of strategies, you must spend your time thinking, what's going to happen? Okay, I know, so this is the time he comes back home. So if he comes, I'm sure he's going to be hungry if he doesn't catch anything or kill anything out there. So if he comes, I know how he can mourn over this food thing. I will keep this bowl of food. If he comes, if he is hungry, then this is what I will take to the table for negotiation. 
Okay, no, if this fails, no, if it works out this way, no, if it goes this way. He thinks from, if you read, if you read everything about him, you just go, he's someone that, I mean, I'm not talk, talking of thinking or worrying about all the wrong things. He thinks on how to move forward. Things, he thinks and he plans. Ideas that will move him forward. Came up with such ideas. Another thing I saw about Jacob was that he was a tough person. He was tough. He was ready to be a pains. So long as he will get there. See, when he had collected his father's blessings, the Bible has it that in, in Genesis 28, that he got to a point that he had to pass the night there. And he didn't have a pillow. It was not a convenient place. It was not in a house. And what this man picked to use as a pillow, a stone, try to sit on a stone for 10 minutes and tell me how comfortable it can be. Not to think of sleeping and using a stone as your pillow. And even sleeping to the point of dreaming. So he was rough and he was tough. Such that those kind of things did not matter to, to him. He could, you know, at any, he could adopt to any situation that he finds himself. Tough man. Tough. I found out that he was a tough person. He was tough even with God. Do <laughs> you know? He was tough even with God. He was fighting God and he was saying, uh, God is saying, uh, let me go. He said, I'm not, I'm not letting you go. Ah. Think of it with our earthly parents. He said, let me go. He said, okay, daddy, go. This man with God, he said, God said, let me go. He said, I'm not letting you go. After this whole night, I am not letting you go. <laughs> he was tough. Jacob was ready to part with a lot at any given time. So long as, as he parts with that, he is going to get something better. Jacob was ready to part with a lot. If you read the story in Genesis 32, when he came and he was about to go and meet his brother Esau, he was ready to part with a lot that he had spent 20 years putting together. Just to have peace, just to appease his brother, just to, you know, for just that, to resolve that conflict, to resolve that, that standing issue. That, that thing he took from his brother, he, he was ready to part. You know, some of us, we will not do it. This one that I have now, this one that I have, this one is my own. The one that is with me now, I, I can't be giving, and we will begin to count, we will begin to even look at our palms, isn't it? How you have suffered in Laban's house. How many times you have gone hungry. You know, the Bible never told us that it was a pleasant time for Jacob in Laban's house. But when he came, knowing that he had taken that from his brother, he was still ready to part with a lot. He was ready to part with a lot. Jacob was someone who was always ready. He was ready to start all over. He was ready to start all over. You know, when he left his father's house and he was going, he went 
with just a walking stick. He didn't have anything. He was ready to start all over. When he was coming back, he, he separated his family. They were going. The man stayed there alone. Anything could have happened to the two camps. He was alone. He, you know, he, he split his family into two camps. This one went this way. This one, all in the bit of what? That in, the, in case they attack one. But that man was coming with a troop, 400 troops. And then you, you, you send them their way. Then you send them, you were not even with them. The fact that being with them, your presence could make even these people safe, he didn't think of it. He just let them go. If all of them had perished, the man was still ready to start afresh. And at that point, what did he do? Separated himself. We will get to that place of separation. One of the things that I want us to look at, especially in this our month of settlement. This is the last month, and it's the last word that God is sending to us that is a month of divine settlement. And that was why I was looking at the man, because the, the, the verse that God gave to us, why, 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 why Jacob? Why, you know, I was just looking at that. But also, Jacob feared God. Jacob feared God. Not only did he fear God, but he was always connected to God. He stayed connected. If you didn't fear God, you think if you are not connected to God, would you sleep and God will speak to you in your dreams? And you get up, you know exactly that, look, it, definitely this is surely God. He stayed connected to God. Despite all the things that we know him, all the bad things that we know him for, he still stayed connected. He never at any point left God. You know, a lot, of to- a lot of us, once we get there, once we get to where we think we have reached, then God should look for me, not me look for God. May we never get to that place that we say, God, you'll be the one. You know, I'm busy now. Another thing I saw about his life Jacob was also very afraid. Fear. You know the fear that Pastor discussed with us some, uh, a few weeks ago, internal and external fear. The internal one is the one that deals with you more, isn't it? Jacob was, he, was, <laughs> he had internal fear. He had not met his brother yet, but he had, he, the, the man had sweat. He had, you know, he, he was confused. He just felt that his brother was definitely going to, he had fear. He feared. He, Jacob had fear. He feared. Was afraid that he had to even split his family into two. You have I don't, I, I'm, to be honest, I was looking at the whole thing. How did you split them? What, what was the criteria? Who would you send for to, to die first? Is it Leana? You know, you just into two. Ha, you know, like that. Okay, so it's okay for these ones to go. If these ones die, you are okay. You know, what, what, how? Fear. You know, fear can make you do a lot of things, yeah? Instead of going with the entire family and, and say, okay, if we perish, we'll all perish together. Is there you? This camp go. This camp go. Uh, me, I will stay here. If you die, these ones will still be there for me. If all of you die, I will still be there for myself. But when you look at him, the man was wealthy. He was wealthy. 
in our present time, you will say he had everything going for him to have that, that kind of wealth. Yet, he was not settled. He was not settled, so he didn't settle. Jacob, Jacob was not settled. Despite all of these things, that we, and a lot more than when you read about him, you will see. The man was wealthy with all that he had. And even then, he was, not, he was not a poor person. But he had to go back to where God said to him that this is your land. Where he dreamt, he said, look, this, I have, this is your land. This is where, and he, he asked God before going to that place. But yet, he was not happy. He still did not settle. Jacob still did not settle. He got to a place that he said to himself, I've had enough. I've had enough of me. God, I need you to settle me. I've had enough of me. God, I need you to settle me. I don't know where you are. I don't know. I don't know where you are today. This month that God has said is our month of settlement. I don't know where you are. I don't know where you are. In Genesis 32, from verse 24 to 31, if you read 24 to 31, after Jacob has sent his family away in two groups, he separated himself. Verse 24, he said he was left alone. He was left alone. He needed to be alone. But remember that God has said to him, God had promised him in Genesis 26 that he will not leave him alone. So he was alone, not just by himself. Even though he didn't have his family there, he was alone with God. We get to a place in our lives that whether we like it or yes, we need to be alone with God. Where we get to that we say, look, I don't want to settle until you settle me is a place that you have to be alone with God. Jacob was left alone with God. Like, oh, we said it. Oh, why did he have to split the family? We now can see. He left, he asked them to go. He did not want any distraction. He wanted to be alone with God. He wanted God to settle him. Not even just for himself, but for all of those children and the wife and their children's children that have gone ahead, that he has separated and sent ahead. He wanted to settle things. He was there alone. The question I was asking, what could have made a man with all his possession, with all his wealth and riches like that, to just separate himself and say, I just want to be alone with God? I mean, when you look at it in the present day, you will say, okay, you have it all. So what do you want? What, what do I want? Okay, maybe I want to just to get deeper in love with God, isn't it? Some of the possibilities. Just to... You know, make sure that I keep, con- I stay connected. But this man was not happy. It wasn't just about staying connected. It was about God settling him. It was about not being happy with where he is or where he was at that time. It was about the situation that he was. It was about, look, I, I, I'm tired of me. I am tired of pursuing my own agenda. It was about, I'm tired of pursuing what I have set out for myself. What is God's plan for me? Because with all that he had, he had no peace. With all that he had, he still was not happy. With all that he had, he still was afraid. So he needed to be alone with God. He needed to be alone with God. 
God has said to us, this is our month of divine settlement. What are you doing? What are you doing to get God to settle you? That night, after Jacob stayed alone, it was the night that he stayed alone, and that was where the battle for his settlement took place. That place of him alone with God was where the battle for his settlement took place. He fought. Jacob fought through the night for his settlement. He fought through the night. Thank God for Jacob. He had a night to fight. I don't know how many nights you have to fight. But for all I know, God has given us 31 days. 31 days because the days in December are 31. And he said to us, this December is a month of divine settlement. Now, if you have not even started the battle, still have grace of 20 days. I don't know how, how long your own case has been. I don't know how long you have struggled. Jacob has struggled. He, had, he spent 20 years gathering all that he had. I don't know how, much you, how many years you have spent gathering all that you have. And if you are satisfied where you are, if you are at all satisfied. But Jacob was still not happy. And for God to say to us that, look, fountain of love, Aberdeen, this month of December, 2016, is your month of divine settlement. I believe it with everything in me that he will bring it to pass. I don't know what it is for you. I don't know why, where you are believing God. I don't know what area you are looking, you are asking God for. Maybe you are not even thinking of asking him. You are happy where you are. But I have good news for you. Jacob was not happy. He, he knew that wherever he was at that time, he was still at the bus stop. He had not reached the bus terminal. Wherever you are, wherever you, whatever you think it is you have now, you're probably still at the bus stop. I'm still at the bus stop, I know. Maybe my first bus stop. Self. But I want God to take me to the terminal. Because only him can take me there. I don't know about you. Jacob had a whole night to wrestle, to fight it out and slot it out with God. It was a turning point in his life that he knew that, look, if, to, if tonight is tonight, it has to just happen tonight. He knew that he had reached a place that, look, Please, do away with all of these things, God. I don't need them if you will not settle me today. If you will not settle me. I've sent, I've sent all that you have given me. I'm just here alone. I am here alone with you. It's just you and I. So let's talk it. Let's fight it. I am not letting you go until you bless me. And you know, at that point... When Jacob did the fight, you know, after the wrestling, when it was daybreak, God said, you have to let me go. Jacob said, I'm not letting you go. You know why? When it was daybreak, when it was, getting, it was going to be bright, and Jacob was probably going to see God's face, so he, would, he, could surely, he, could, he would surely, surely would have died. Jacob would have died seeing God's face because the Bible tells us that no man will see God and do what? And so God looked at this, the plea of this man and said, look, what we're going to do is, let me just bless this man. Hallelujah. Let me just bless this man. 
I will not kill my own that I have made my promises to him. I have a covenant with you. I am the one that showed myself to you and said, I'm going to bless you. I'll bring you back to this land. You will possess this land. I said to you, this is your land. I will not be the one to kill you. And God blessed him. God blessed him that night. Instantly things changed for Jacob. Instantly things changed for him. Jacob reached a place that he realized that, look, man's blessing, the blessings of his father that he carried upon him can only be momentarily. He can't give him the peace that he wants. God's blessings is all that matters to him. God's blessings are greater than anything else we could want. God blessed Jacob. Changed his name from Jacob to Israel. From the supplanter to God prevails. In other words, God is always saying, God is saying that I am always God and I will always win. If you allow me to be in church, you will always be a winner because I am a winner. And look at it. Jacob that went to bed, a fearful man, a man that was not settled, a man that was not happy, got up the next morning, not as Jacob, but got up the next morning as Israel. One whose future, not only his own, but his children, his children's children, till today, till today, we see here of Israel. Yeah? Till today, as a result of what? This battle. As a result of this battle, Israel, he fought for his settlement and he got it. He woke up. Even though he was limping, that was the signature, that was the seal of the settlement. Now look, even though he's limping, you know he's limping and he's going. Anyone who asks him, why will he say, he said, look, my settlement this is the seal of my settlement. Whatever you are seeing is the seal of my settlement. Because of that, as soon as he met his brother, everything was calm. Everything was peaceful. The same brother he was afraid of, they came. And all that happened was, oh, I missed you. Isn't it? Where they were happy to meet one another. Meanwhile, fear had made him separate his family, to go in different directions. But an encounter, as soon as God settled him, all of that was taken away. Whatever fear, whatever is, the devil has been throwing at you and telling you that it's not going to work. By the reason of this month, of your divine settlement, all of that will disappear in the name of Jesus. You know, the devil, a lot of times he brings things our ways. Sometimes he makes you think, oh, I I have arrived, that I am there. Meanwhile, you know for sure you are not there. May the devil never use that to cheat you out of your settlement. In the mighty name of Jesus. So a few things I want us to note from all of this, and we pray. Number one thing that I want us to, to note there is that Jacob's wrestling with God was symbolic to God breaking you of you. To settle you in his original plans. A lot of time our struggles is based on our own ability or what we think we want to achieve by ourselves. Even though God has given us a dream, even though God has revealed his purpose to us, we still use our own strength. We still go by our own power. 
But Jacob's wrestling with God, we get to a place that, look, we have to do this because it is just so that God will break you off of all of those things that are you. And then he will move you into his divine plan, plan for, your, for your life. Number two, wherever you are now is a bus stop. Make sure God takes you to his, his own bus terminal. Wherever you are. Oh, I have it all done. Oh, oh, my ambition initially in life is just to get to this point. I have reached there. So what? So let me just relax, eat and relax. But check it again, please. Is that where God has said he's taking you to? Has he taken you back to the land that he promised to give to you? Has he taken you back there? Or are you still in that place that you know, you know, you know, you are just, you are just, is it, is it, you are, you are just there? Or how long have you struggled that you think, oh, I am, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm, just, I'm okay here. I'm okay here. The third thing I want us to note is this. Leave something that your children's children and your generation will know that you lived on earth. Jacob did not want to just go with all, he only leave the riches. Suppose he leaves those things. Okay, he had, he had so many boys, different characters. Suppose, he, okay, he left those boys and they squandered those things. And today we don't hear about Israel. Nothing. Please, leave, leave something that your children, generation after, will know that you lived on earth. Number three, don't be satisfied with something that encourages you. Just don't be satisfied with something that encourages you. You know, a lot of us, we just say, okay, well, I've done my best. After all, I have two cars. God has blessed me with a husband. He has blessed me with a beautiful wife. He has blessed me with this. We name all the things. What more am I looking for? I'm not, I, I can't, since God doesn't want to do it, I'm fine. I just, I, I'm, at least I'm not going hungry. I'm okay. And then we, are, we, are, we just encourage ourselves, isn't it? Please don't encourage yourself. Don't encourage yourself with that kind of thing. Don't, don't be satisfied with, with, with something that will just encourage you. That's not where God wants to take you to. If that is where he wants to take you to, he won't tell you this month is your month of divine settlement. So don't be encouraged with that kind of thing. Number four, you need some kind of trophy that proves that he that is in me is greater than he that is in the world. Jacob had his own trophy in the limping. We need some kind of trophy. He was happy. He couldn't complain. He never told anybody that, look, I'm not happy with my limping. But he knew. He, he alone, he probably, he probably told his children if they asked him. But of course, the Bible did not record that for us, isn't it? But he knew why he has that. That was the trophy for him. You need to. You need to. Have some kind of trophy to prove. Number five, you need to always tell yourself that I'm not settled even if I have to start all over. I'm not settled even if I have to start all over. If, if, if I have to start all over, I know that if he's going to settle me, he will take me there. It doesn't matter. Even if I look at his, his, uh, his, his grandfather, Abraham, even his father, digging well here and there, digging well here, did not settle. Until they will dig well here, it, it's not easy to dig, and then you they will talk, come and take it away from you. Then you, you, you go and start again. 
the Lord will give us that grace. That even if we have to start all over, we'll be ready to start. That I want to leave something. I want to leave a mark for my children, my generation, that they will know that the Lord was with me. And they will know that the Lord was with me. I want to leave a mark. I want to leave a mark. Always propose that you want to leave a mark. And finally, always know that whatever you need, whatever you have need for, whatever it is you, are, you, you think you, you need, God always has a feeling for it. He will always feel that. Thing. No matter how big that space you think it is, he always has, only him has that feeling for it. Our amount of divine settlement. May I ask, what are the things that you are believing God for? You know, when we talk of divine settlement, a lot of times we just come with a divine settlement, divine settlement. We're going to get up in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a short while and we will pray. But I want you to ask yourself, what do I want God to settle me? You know, what is the thing that I want God to settle for me? It's not just to come and say, blanket, you know, settle me, settle me, settle me in what? So it's, it's time so that, I mean, we have 20 days, like I said. Jacob had only one night. He took advantage of that night. He did not play with that one night. You and I, God has given us 31 days to settle it. We still have 20 days. How desperate do you need this settlement? So that when we get up to pray, in a few minutes, we have five or so minutes to pray. You will cry unto God and tell him, really, God, settle me. Settle me. And mention the area of settlement. Mention the area of settlement. It's part of settlement. Someone came here and he was testifying to us. Look, I have to go. Look, I have, God, you have to settle me in this place. I'm going around this. Look, this wall, of, this, this wall, they have to fall down for my sake. This wall of employment, I don't want to be, be there unemployed. I have set a target for myself. Just wait for me. Go around, he was going around. Did he not say, he said he went around. Jacob had it all, but he was desperate. He did not give chance to anything. How desperate are you for your settlement? How do you want this settlement? Why, where are the areas that you have been hammering, banging, banging, banging? To, today, as we get up, the few minutes we will have, that is the only prayer point we will take. And you will hit it until you see the crack on the wall. You know, once there is a crack, that's already a breakthrough, isn't it? Jacob was ready to die. Because he knew if he saw God's face, he was going to die. But he was ready to die. He said, I will not let you go until you bless me. You know, you know I, I try to imagine even the way Jacob was doing the whole thing. He wrestled with God. You, you know how when you have... A, a, a wee child, and the child is saying, I want to follow you, I want to follow you, auntie or daddy, mommy. And they are holding on to your leg. And as you are moving, they are following the leg. Imagine God was, was taking off. And then you just see one human being, you are just wondering what he is holding on to in the air. Jacob, that's Jacob, is it? Yeah, I won't let you go. That's how, that, that was how desperate, that was how badly he needed it. How do you need it? How badly do you need that settlement? May none of us go into 2017 in tears. 
And that is what God has said to us. That's why he wants to settle us now. So that we will finish this year victoriously and gloriously. And enter 2017 in celebration. How badly do you need it? I'm sure we've written the areas now that we want God to settle us. The Lord will settle each and every one of us. The Lord will settle us, not just for ourselves, but our generations. In the mighty name of Jesus. Rise up with me, please, and let us pray. Now, I want us to pray. I want to read from Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 12. Jeremiah 1, 12. It says, Then the Lord said to me, You have seen well. What have you seen? You have seen well. What have you seen? I have seen my divine settlement. What have you seen? I don't know about you. I have seen my divine settlement. And then he said what? He said, For I am ready to perform my word. He cannot perform his word in an empty space or in an empty place. He can only perform his word on you and I if we are also ready. If we have seen it. Then said the Lord unto me, You have seen it. Have you seen it? Have you seen the divine settlement? If you have seen the divine settlement, it is time for you to lift up your voices and cry with me. Father, I thank you because you are ready to perform your word to me. Father, settle me. Begin to pray. Pray, pray, pray for settlement. Pray. I have told you that's the only prayer point we're going to pray for. That's the only prayer we're going to pray. We're going to pray that prayer. The next five, ten minutes that we have, cry unto the Lord. Father, settle me. Father, settle me. Mention the areas you want God to settle you. Cry unto him. Lord, settle me. Lord, settle me. You that has promised, oh God. You that have, Lord, I have seen it. It won't pass me by. I have seen it. Lord, I have seen it and I have seen it well. I have seen it clearly. I have seen it clearly. It is clear to me. My divine settlement is clear to me. Lord, settle me. Father, settle me. Settle me. Settle me. Settle me in all fronts. Settle me in every area. Father Almighty, settle me. Lord, I will not let you go until you settle me. This month will not pass me by. Lord, settle me. Father, settle me. Settle me. Settle me, O Lord, such that, Lord, generations after will know that you were with me. Settle me, O Lord. Settle me. Settle me. Settle me, Lord, that there will be clear evidence of the fact that, Lord, I lived on this earth and the Lord was with me. That you, that you that was in me was greater than the one that was in the world. Lord, settle me. Father, settle me. Settle me. O Lord, settle me. Settle me. My Lord, my God, settle me. My Father, my Father, I have seen it. You have released your word. And it's only you that can perform it. Father, I am ready. Lord, I empty myself before you. Everything that you have given me, everything that you have given me in the past, everything that I have, everything about me, Father, I drop it before you. I surrender it unto you. Settle me, O God. Settle me, settle me. My father, my father, settle me. Lord, break me of me. 
break me of me. If I be the hindrance, oh Lord, break me of me. But Lord Almighty, settle me. Lord, I will not let you go. Lord, I will not leave you until you settle me. Father Almighty, settle me. Settle me, oh God, settle me. Settle me, settle me. Lord, settle this long-standing issue. Father, settle this long-standing issue. Oh, Father, I am tired of doing it by myself. I am tired of fighting by myself. I am tired of this fear in me. I am tired of this thing that has helped me bow. I am tired, oh God, I am tired of it. Lord, settle me. Father, settle me. Settle me. Lord, settle me. You have sent forth your words to me, Lord, and I have seen it. You have spoken it. Father, I have heard it. Lord Almighty, I hold on to it. I take it with me. I go with it. Father, settle me. Lord, settle me. Oh, do not pass me by, oh Lord. Do not pass me by, oh Lord. Lord, you that did it to take up, Father, you are still the same yesterday, today, and forever. You are the same God yesterday. You are the same God of Jacob that did it. Father, do it unto Reuben. Lord, settle me. Settle me, settle me. Oh, Father, settle me in all fronts. Settle me in my business. Settle me in my work. Settle me in my ministry. Settle me in my marriage. Settle me, oh God, in my academics. Settle me, oh God, in my daily pursuits. Settle me in my relationship with people. Settle my fear, oh God. Settle every fear I have. Settle, oh God, every challenge I face. Settle me, oh God. Settle me, oh God, settle me. Lord Almighty, settle me. My Father, my Father, settle me. Lord, you who have said the thing, you are the one that performs it. You bring it to pass. It is your word. Lord, it cannot fail. It will not fail. It cannot fail. You have never, we have never known you to be unfaithful. We have never known you to fail. Lord, you will not fail on me. Lord, you will not give up on me. Lord, you will not let go on me. Lord, you will not leave me alone. You will not forsake me, O oh God. Settle me, O oh God. Settle me, my Father. My Father, my Father, settle me. My Father, my Father, settle me. God of all settlement, settle me, O Lord. Settle me, O Lord. Settle me in this month. Settle me. Lord, let it not go beyond this day. Let it not go past this date that you have set for us. Let it not go past this day. Oh, Lord, settle your church. Settle your church in this land. Settle your church in this city. Settle me, O God. Settle us, O God. Settle us, settle us, O Lord. Oh, my Father, my Father, settle me. My Lord, my Lord, settle me. My Father, my Father, my Father, my Father. You that, as you do, that is ready to perform. You, oh Lord, that is ready. You said it, Father, that you are ready. Because I have seen it, you said you are ready to perform it. Lord, perform it. Perform your word in my life. Perform it, oh God. Lord, bring it to pass. Settle me, oh Lord. Settle me, oh Lord. Father, I will not let you go until you settle me. Lord, I will not let you go until you settle me. Father, settle me. Lord, settle me. Father, settle me. My father, my father, settle me. My father, my father, settle me. Settle me, oh God. Settle me, oh God. Settle me in the land that you have promised me. Settle me in that place that you have promised me. Oh Lord, all your prophecies that you have spoken. All your promises unto me. Lord, settle me in them. All your promises, Lord, settle me in them. My Lord, my Lord, settle me. Oh, Father, settle me. Lord, I will cry unto you, settle me. Lord, I cry unto you, hear me and settle me. 
Hear me, O Lord, and settle me. Hear me, hear me, hear me. Hear me, O Father, and settle me. Settle me, O God. Settle me within. Settle me, O Lord, outside. Settle me externally. Settle me, O God. O Father, settle me. Let me end this year gloriously. Let me end this year in joy. Lord, I will not end this year in tears. Father, settle me. I have a father in you. Lord, you are my friend. You are my father. You are my healer. You are my deliverer. Oh, Lord, it is you that brought me out of darkness, oh, Lord, into your marvelous light. Father, you cannot leave me alone. Lord, you cannot leave me here. Settle me, oh, God. Settle me, settle me. My father, my father, settle me. Father, settle me. Settle me, oh God, settle me. Settle me, settle me. Settle me, oh God. do not pass us by. Settle us, O God. Settle us in all areas. Lord, we have listed the areas to you. Father, settle us, O God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, ancient of days. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed.
For more information on what you've heard, please visit our website at www.fountainoflove.org.uk. You'll also find other media presentations available to you. Stay blessed in Christ Jesus. Amen.